Hey, thanks for listening to the Amlin in the Mix podcast. Here you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Amlin in the Mix YouTube channel today. Now, let's get into the podcast. I used to think of my life as a trap star. I used to think of my life as a trap star. Record on the beat, put it on the Hey, and welcome back to the Emlyn In The Mix podcast, season three, episode 12. We've got a banger of a podcast for you this week. We've got so much awesome freaking news this week that happened. I'm actually doing this podcast a day early because there's so much going on right now and I'm super excited to share this information with you. So hopefully in the next day, there's not some amazing drop or announcement that happens. Fingers crossed. But uh, anyway, welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. What is this podcast about? Of course, it's about music gear, music technology, all the latest and greatest in software and hardware. Thank you so much for joining me. If that's your cup of tea, then you're going to love this podcast. We're going to go over the awesome things that are happening in the world of music technology. And for those of you who are regular listeners, thank you so much for coming back week to week. Please don't forget to leave me some feedback on the podcast. You can do that in the podcast app. Leave me a review so I know what you think about the podcast five stars being amazing one star being terrible and you can leave a comment in the comment section below because we're also on youtube as well you can like the video and all that sort of youtube stuff if you're into that but without further ado i think we just got to get stuck into the podcast oh you can shout me a coffee i will mention that as well got my coffee here got my drinks actually because we're doing this podcast in the middle of the day we've got some coconut water to get me through and some coffee to get through this podcast but i'll probably barely have any time to drink those because i'm going to be talking pretty much flat out also our feature today cherry audio we mentioned that last week cherry audio's dream synth so if you're interested in that stick around to the very end and we'll just be doing a little overview of that synthesizer and give you my thoughts and that sort of thing. It is really a lot of fun. So, But stay stay through all the news here because there's so much crazy stuff going on. All right, let's get stuck into it. So our first thing is from Korg here. This was a huge drop, happened this last week. The Wave State Native and the Op6 Native fully compatible feature complete software versions of the acclaimed hardware synths are now available as plugins for your computer this is huge so you remember those two hardware synthesizers that have been released in the last couple of years from Korg that have been rather popular my good friend has a wave state and i've seen many of the op6 and the wave states alike in many a studio uh but let's have a quick read back here launched in early 2020 the WaveState transforms raw samples into unique palettes of lush evolving pads, driving rhythms and soundscapes, takes wave sequencing to the next level with the radically reimagined Wave Sequencer 2.0. So what this synthesizer does in simpler terms is it has a bunch of waves, right? And the waves have various sequencing that's happening so like the wave is playing like a wave sound form right it's playing and it's it's either playing through different parts of that wave or they can have shorter length of one wave and a longer length of another wave for example and then they mix them all together i'm trying to make it as simple as possible I, i know that sometimes when i talk on this podcast that might go over your head so i'll just try and bring it back a little bit for you as much as possible but basically these are just amazing sounding synthesizers that's all you really need to know so later in 2020 the 
OP6 debuted with an altered six operator FM synthesizer featuring a flexible sound engine that goes well beyond traditional FM, so frequency modulation. And with hundreds of fresh, cutting-edge sounds to explore, both instruments can inspire your next musical project. So Korg knows that some users love the hands-on experience that only hardware can provide and other users love the in-the-box, in-the-box workflow of their favorite doors. We want our latest synthesizers to reach all musicians, and so Korg is proud to present WaveState Native and Op6 Native, yeah, the fully compatible software counterparts to the hardware WaveState and Op6. Both are available as VST3 and AAX and standalone formats on both macOS and Windows, as well as AU and macOS. So now you can get the both best of both worlds by using the hardware and native versions together. You can exchange sound seamlessly between the two, produce in your door with the native plugins and their rich visual interfaces, and then take your creations to the next stage with the hardware keyboards. Alternatively, create sounds with the hardware's physical knobs and sliders, and then use those sounds in your favorite door or share them with a computer-based collaborator. So this is amazing. So if you actually are an owner, and I'm sadly, I'm not, I do have the mini Lug XD, which is another synthesizer that Cog released just a couple of years before these two bad boys came out in 2020. But this is a cool thing that Cog has done is they've integrated, if you have the hardware synthesizers of these models, you can essentially create a preset or whatever in your hardware and then transfer it over to your software or vice versa. You can create something in the software of this synthesizer and then export it out to your hardware. That, that's very nice, that integration. I really like, well done, kudos to Cog for doing this. Now, the WaveState Native is a fully compatible software counterpart to the hardware WaveState, designed for a new generation of musicians, producers, and composers. Wave Sequencing 2.0 delivers astonishing, ever-changing sounds with extensive real-time control and animated visualization. Quickly identify modulation sources using real-time displays of all envelopes, LFOs, and other primary modulation sources. Easily create modulation routing using drag and drop and get an overview of all routing via the mod list and then the op6 native has the exact same sound engine as the op6 hardware synthesizer and the user interface has been redesigned to retain the concept but with a unique ue user interface including the iconic op6 operator mixer so that even those who have never used op6 before can understand the workflow the ue in motion including individual oscilloscopes for each operator is fun and also helps understand how the sound is created now there is a demo of each of these software synthesizers if you're interested in getting those if you already own the hardware of these two, the Op6 and the WaveState. There is a, a cheaper level, entry level to purchase this software. And if you don't, uh, I think it's special price of $49.99, cross-grade special, sorry. And if you don't own the hardware, then you have to pay the full price. But there is an introduction at the moment for $199 USD per pop, per piece of software. Now, I dare say it sounds expensive, but I dare say that is, I think that's worth it. Like if you if you're not prepared to buy the hardware versions of these, which the, what do the hardwares go for? Like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, maybe six hundred USD. I know in Australia they're around eight, seven to eight hundred, so they're probably about six hundred USD, maybe five hundred. I mean, for two hundred dollars, you're getting the full 
featured synthesizer just in software form and they sound really really freaking good like i've played with the demos here and they're really good and i will get upgrade to the the main versions we're gonna do a deep dive here on the emlin in the mix youtube channel if you haven't subscribed to that shame on you you need to be subscribed right now and yeah we're going to do a bit of a deep dive on that and just have a look overview check them out how do they sound because personally i've already played with them they sound incredible i don't have time to feature them on the podcast so there's quite a bit to get through unfortunately but go check it out right now that's really exciting news that was probably the one of the most exciting pieces of news that happened for me this last week let's move along to our next piece of news this is just a quick mention here. This is going to end in a week. Now, if you listen to this podcast in the future, I cannot help you out. But if you do listen to this podcast religiously when it comes out, <laughs> as in when it comes out, you download that puppy right away. Good for you. Well, you, you're you going to get to hear this special before it ends, basically. That's, that's, that's all that's going to happen right here. But you may want to act on this because this is freaking good. So, Isotope meets Native Instruments. So, for the first time... Isotope and Native Instruments are combining the Music Production Suite 4.1 with Native Instruments Complete 13. This is huge. So Complete 13 has all of Native Instruments instruments and effects and everything to create the industry's most comprehensive end-to-end production system for producers, composers, and audio engineers. And this limited edition bundles are available only until March 31. So we've got only a few more days, less than a week to pick up, snap this deal up. I know I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of podcasts ago, and this is a really good deal, guys. Like Honestly, if you've been thinking about getting into Isotope or Native Instruments, this is definitely the way to go. Everything you need to create, produce, mix, and master music in one great bundle, experience the most complete end-to-end music production system in the industry, over 30 intelligent Isotope plugins, 65 instruments and effects, 20 expansion packs, and 35,000 sounds, all for only 449 USD. That's, that is unfreaking believable. Like, the, honestly... Like, I don't even want to tell you how much I spent on Native Instruments to get to that level of instruments, to be real with you. And then if you want to get the bigger puppy here, you got the Music Production Suite 4.1 and the Complete 13 Ultimate. And that just more or less has more instruments. You're at, you are now up at 115 instruments and effects, 39 expansion packs, and over the 30 intelligent Isotope plugins. It's a no-brainer. Look, if you've been, again, if you've been thinking about Isotope and Native Instruments, this is the time to get it. This is one of the best deals. And this merger is really exciting of those two conglomerate companies coming together. I'm really excited to see what the future brings for Native Instruments and Isotope. But check those deals out. If there's something that you've been wanting to get, you've only got a few days left. And again, if you listen in the future, hey, I told you to subscribe to Emlyn in the Mix. Right, let's look at our next piece of news here. So, Pioneer DJ, yes, making news here again. So, they're coming in here, and this one here, this cheeky little product, it's not really cheeky, but, I mean, kind of is, because we're getting a bit of a definite Sennheiser HD25 headphone vibe here. Now, if you don't know what the Sennheiser HD25 headphones are, they are, right now, probably for the last five years, the most popular DJ headphones on the planet. Like, go look at a picture of any of the top DJs in the world right now, and you'll see them wearing a pair of Sennheiser HD25s because they're super lightweight, super flexible, and they just became the thing. You know how, you know, some 
some instruments or or some pieces of equipment become the thing, you know, and the Sennheiser, they became, somehow they became the DJ headphone. Well, anyway, Pioneer being the biggest DJ company in the world, right, were like, no, screw this. We're going to make a headphone. We're going to make it like that HD25, but we're going to make it better because we want our market share in the headphone, DJ headphone space, don't we? Anyway, this is the HDJ. Wow, they even stole the HD there. I mean, I, I don't know if you can really, you know, trademark the HD, but anyway, this is the HDJ CX professional on-ear DJ headphone. So essential audio. These brand new super lightweight professional on-ear DJ headphones are so lightweight you might forget you're wearing them. Specially, specifically designed for absolute comfort and tuned to deliver outstanding sound quality for mixing and monitoring music. They're also built to last. Yeah. So the HDJ CX professional on-ear headphone DJ headphones are specially designed to minimize stress to your neck and body while helping you maximize your potential for artistic expression through today's dance music. With a minimalist but strong design and tight wide ranging audio, the concept is quite different from the HDJ X series headphones, which produce a more spacious sound and a feature a chunkier construction. The HDJ CX model offers you a special design which even change your style of DJ. DJing. Now, really, they are taking a full nod to the HD25s by Sennheiser, but look, they're pioneer. They've probably got some little nifty bells and tricks up their sleeve, and if you want to keep it all pioneer, I guess, you know, your decks are pioneer, your mixer might be pioneer, this is the way to go. I mean, there's a cool little graphic here if you're watching on the, the YouTubes there of the headphone going over my ears virtually. I'm just imagining that, you know, and if we go up here, we can look at some pics of them, but honestly, they really do... They're just a, almost an exact copy. But look, fair enough, you know. Pioneer putting their foot down. They made them lightweight. They know that the HD25s work, so they, they want to come up here. They want to come up on board and get their market share. I guess the one thing I can see that's different here is got the cables are interchangeable, and I don't think they're interchangeable in the HD25, so set your headphones up the way you like by choosing from the two supplied cables, straight or coiled. There you go. To make sure you never lose your quarter-inch plug adapter, clip the adapter holder neatly onto your cable so it's always at hand. Wow, that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, that, that's such a small little thing, but it's actually, that's good. I lose those things all the time. A pair of replacement ear pads are also included, and you can, you can expect them to come in handy eventually because their headphones should serve you well for a long time. All right, well, look, I know their headphones. There's not much more we can talk about that. I just thought it was interesting. Here's a picture, though, of the HD25. So you're watching there on YouTube as well. See? There's a similarity going on here. Let's have a look on the cross-section. There you go. Got the multi-band top. I mean, come on. Almost the same. All right, let's move along to our next piece of news. This is coming to us from Native Instruments, a new instrument, Playbox. They also released another instrument. We don't have time to show it on the podcast today. It was to do with, like, strings and ensembles. Look pretty cool. But let's check out Playbox. What is Playbox? Randomize Inspire Play, a unique combination of handcrafted chords and multidimensional sound design. Over 200 chord sets give instant harmonic ideas that can be randomized and tweaked. Start and finish tracks with over 900 stunning samples or load in sounds from any library. This actually looks really freaking cool and more to the point, sounds really amazing. So think outside the box. 
Goodbye Writer's Block, Hello Inspiration. Overflowing with samples, chord sets, effects and presets, Playbox comes loaded with everything you need to generate musical ideas. From igniting your creativity to providing the final layer to a complete production, Playbox lets you do it all. No matter your style or experience, Playbox is a workflow game changer, giving instant and one-of-a-kind results for every music maker. Got some pics here of the GUI. Some interesting sort of graphics of each little box, I guess, representing the kind of samples that have they have inside of them. Yeah, if we come down here, we can have a look. So it looks like you got six cubes, endless combinations. So you got with over 900 immersive samples packed with six clever cubes, Playbox comes ready to create, randomize all sounds, mix it up one quarter at a time, or layer samples note by note, repurpose old sample libraries that are collecting dust on your hard drive by dragging and dropping up to 450 of your own sounds onto the user cube. There's no need to manually pitch your samples to the core. Playbox will do the hard work for you. So yeah, these are your different cubes. So you've got synths, you got instrument cube, you got the bass cube, voices cube, noises, and then you got user cube, which is your own samples. Roll with it has a dice where you can basically randomize what the chord set will be. So from beat makers to composers and everyone in between, Playbox offers a huge variety of creative possibilities with a wide spectrum of sounds straight out of the box. Just starting a track, roll the dice and let Playbox deliver captivating sounds, inspiring chord sets, and happy accidents. Feeling more adventurous? Play in a custom chord, breathe life into old samples, and shape your sounds using the onboard effects. Let's see, we do have a little demo here, Playbox in action. Where's our little sound demo? Here we go. Let's have a quick play of this. We won't play the whole thing. No, we can't play the whole thing actually. Let's see if we just got a quick demo, audio demos. Here we go. All right, let's have a listen. listen to one more demo that's pretty cool gives you an idea of the sort of inspiration it could create Yeah, sounds awesome, actually. 
so that one there was actually just used with two layers and each layer obviously creates chord sets and you can just get some incredible sort of randomized sort of sounding chords you could hear in those demos there it really stands out like it sounds like a different instrument so i'm very excited to check this out on the channel we'll get ourselves a copy of this and we'll definitely do a video covering this that is playbox that is probably the most one of the most innovative exciting instruments to come out of native instruments in the last few months i know they do a lot of really good expansions and actually really amazing emulated strings and ensemble instruments at native instruments i don't want to downgrade those at all but in terms of innovation and something a bit more futuristic this playboxing is really cool and you can hear from those demos there how good it sounds all right next piece of news pretty damn quick do you guys know what this is because i have no idea so this is universal audio's cryptic coming march 30th now maybe you guys are smarter than me you know what this star symbol is i have literally no idea we've got like this red going through to like a blue hue anyway it's so cryptic the video is not going to help we're going to play it back anyway why not there's a little video here we're going to play the video is it going to help us not at all nice music yeah i have no idea what this is so anyway, we're going to talk about this next week. UAD Spark. Okay? That's all we know. March 30, UAD Spark again. You're probably listening to this podcast in the, in the future and you're probably like, Emlyn, that's stupid. We know what UAD Spark is. That's been out for five years now. I'm listening to your podcast in 2027. All right, next piece of news is... Anyway, guys, we're just going to keep rolling here. But if you know what UAD Spark is, leave a comment in the comment section below. I'd be interested to find out before it's released, of course. All right, so uh, Rolly, this is another one. We know about this. We spoke about this a couple of podcasts ago, but the legend returns. We said it was coming out in March. Well, it still is coming out in March. The new Rolly Seaboard... This is exciting. New piece of hardware is coming out next week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Legend is returning better than ever before. They are claiming at Rolly, the iconic instrument that revolutionized music making forever, now reimagined, refined, and re-engineered for infinite musical expression, will be coming out next week. So I'm curious to see what the difference is and how they've changed it and so forth. I would be very interested because this is this instrument really is the king of MIDI polyphonic expression. MP more or less became popular after Rolly's Seaboards. And I don't know if they were the creators of MPE, but they definitely popularized the MIDI polyphonic expression, made it more accessible to the general public. And maybe they did create it. I don't know that. But Rolly's brand new MPE controller, brand new Seaboard will be out next week. And I'm excited to check out what it is. All right, this was a really cool little drop that just came out of nowhere. And it's, again, it's come from Boss. Boss, my God, becoming the heavy hitters on the Emlyn in the Mix podcast in 2022, just releasing product after product this last week. And great, good on them. They're going hard. Who cares? This is fantastic. It must have had these, you know, these products, you know, working along hard in the background maybe the last year or the last couple of years. And now these products are coming into fruition. This one's a really cool one because this is going to be popular, no doubt. So this is the Space Echo in pedal form. Remember the Space Echo from the 70s, like one of the early Space Delay, Space Echo, not, I was going to say plugins, <laughs> hardware effects boxes, and they're still super popular today. Like you go look online, try and find one. They are expensive. They are freaking like it. To get an original, a good working 
a good order, good condition original, wow, you're going to be paying a lot of money. And that's why there are quite a few companies out there that are making emulations of the Space Echo and bringing them into modern times because they wanted to get that original sound and that popular sound. Well, anyway, this is really cool because Boss is having a nod and Boss, of course, being the original creators of the Space Echo, sort of bringing it back to the 21st century. So a masterpiece returning in the modern era. So introduced in 1974, Roland's SE201 Space Echo, Roland and Boss are the same company, by the way, just to make that clear, stands among the most legendary and sought-after effects units ever produced. The tape-based classic remained in production for over 14 straight years. I didn't know that. That's amazing. So that went until, wow, 1988 they were making it. And its distinctive rhythm echo sounds, warm character, and highly playable sonic quirks still inspire musicians, producers, and audio mixers for over four decades on. I dare say, and I could be wrong on this, but I dare say that the genre dub would have heavily used the space delay or space echo. I just That's just me putting it out without knowing. I just know that this instrument or this effects unit would have been perfect for dub music. So backed by intensive R&D, that's the word I was looking for earlier, research and discovery, and our latest innovations, the RE202 faithfully delivers the authentic sound and behavior of the Space Echo like never before. And built by the company that designed the original, this advanced pedal captures the RE201's magic in flawless detail, from the magnetic tape and motor properties to the vibrant spring reverb and colorful preamp circuit. And to take things even further, we've expanded the vintage Space Echo experience with lots of new features tuned for today's music. All right, we'll have, there's a little demo here. We'll have a little playback here. A couple of minutes long here, but let's have a they have good tracks. They have, they have good demos from Bose. Bose. I don't know why I'm saying Bose. It's Boss. It's not B-O-S-E. <laughs> okay? Let's get straight here. Space Echo is back, baby. Let's hear it in action. Ah, it looks so good. They even got the aesthetic of it right, you know? get that um tame impala sound you know with your vocal you can have it on your vocal why not nice sounds really good
got MIDI control. Wow, this guy's going hard. Sick little demo here. Ah, finished my coconut water. Boom. I mean, yeah, if you like that delay, you could hear it throughout the track, just sort of immersed on everything. I had it on vocals, guitars, drums, bass, you name it. I don't know if it was on bass or drums, but it was on pretty much all of the other elements and it sounded freaking amazing. And if you like, I love that they've done the classic nod to the original hardware as well. It looks just like the original hardware, but with a bit of modernization. Of course, it's a totally different thing. It's a pedal board here, but let's just go over some of the features here. So, authentically recreates the sound and behavior of the legendary Roland SE201 Space Echo, classic multi-head tape echo sound with expanded delay time, original three-head configuration plus additional tape head for 12 unique echo combinations, independent stereo reverb section with original spring reverb type plus hull plate, room and ambience, saturation control for adding magnetic tape compression and preamp coloration, wow and filter control for introduction varying levels of natural tape modulation, choose between new and aged tape conditions, selectable input modes for optimum performance with instruments and line level gear, warp and twist effects with foot switch controller, select between the unprocessed analog dry signal or the modeled sound of the original Space Echo preamp, four onboard memories plus the current panel settings, save and select 127 memories via external MIDI program change. That's pretty cool. Tap tempo and carryover functions, true stereo input and output, expandable control via foot switches and expression pedal or middle. Oh, gosh, that's a lot of features. All right, but that is it. And I love that it's taken a nod. Go over, check it out on the Boss uh, website there, the RE202. They do have a cut down, slimline version. I shouldn't say cut down. It's just a slim, slimmer single foot pedal the authentic space echo experience in a compact pedal as well. We're not going to play the video back here, but more or less it's the same thing, just minus perhaps, I don't think it has like the MIDI. Let me just have a quick look. Yeah, it's just a bit more streamlined. Don't have things like MIDI uh, where you can recall your own settings and so forth, but this is nice to have this option too, having it as the a single pedal here, just in case you, you know, more or less you didn't need the whole kit and caboodle of the SE202. They're calling this one the RE2 Space Echo. And again, they're doing a little bit of a classic nod to the original here with the color scheme and aesthetic scheme. And I just love, I love that Boss is creating so much at the moment. This this was huge. when this When we saw this, Good on them. I like seeing companies reintroducing these. And I, I wonder if it has anything to do with Behringer just copying the hell out of every old piece of gear. And maybe like Boss and Roland were like, no, no, uh, uh. you know, Behringer are not going to copy our Space Echo. Maybe they've done it. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but maybe they're like, Behringer, nah, man, you're not, you're not taking this. We're going to reignite this this uh, product here from the past and here they have it and it's cool it's good to see i you know i think people like seeing this sort of thing the nostalgia kicks hard all right let's look at our feature product for the week and it is of course the dream synth we spoke about it last week 
What is the dream synth? It is from Cherry Audios. Cherry Audios dream synth is a tribute to the celebrated hybrid analog digital synthesizer of the mid to late 1980s. The innovative design, brand flexible dual wave morphing oscillators, stereo filters, fully polyphonic analog string, extensive and easy to use modulation, studio quality effects, and polyphonic aftertouch and MPE support. Boom. All in one elegant vintage style and interface. Let's have a quick re-listen to the dream synth just so you get an idea of what this thing can do. It's freaking pretty incredible. Gosh, I love that demo so much for the Dream Synth. It really just shows what this is. And Dream Synth is probably, or it is, Cherry Audio's biggest release to date. You heard it there. It sounds big. It sounds, you know, that it's artifacty. There's sort of warbling and pitch bending going. You can hear the imperfections, and that's what makes it sound so real and so amazing. So the Dream Synth draws its inspiration from renowned synths, including the Ensonic ESQ-1, the Kawaii K-Series, and the Sequential Pro. VS. In the second half of the 80s, music production was rapidly transitioning from analog to digital, and these hybrid synthesizers bridged the gap, combining the precision and flexibility of sampled digital oscillators with the warmth of analog filters, and the combination of digital and analog sound-produced instruments with character and unique sonic fingerprint that still resonates today. So... I guess that's pretty much, we covered it, you know, uh, on last week's podcast that it had been released, but today I got a little special for you, we're going to jump over here to Ableton Live, where I have a Dream Synth here on my MIDI track one, and I'm just going to navigate around this synthesizer for you, so we're not going to do a huge deep dive, it's mainly just an overview of this synthesizer and how freaking amazing and I actually just wanted to show you, instead of showing you a bunch of presets today, I just wanted to show you around the synthesizer. We're going to explore it and what is so special about it and its sound and how it is unique. But I'm just going to show you how easy it is to sort of just alter the sound. So I'm going to pull out my keyboard here. So we've just got a really bulk standard default preset here. And you can already hear there's sort of some imperfection on that, isn't there? It's like... 
I got two keyboards up. Okay, so let's look around this thing here. So on the top left, we have the arpeggio. And you have things like hold, and you can change the pattern and so forth. So I can, for example, hold. We turn hold off. Uh, we can change the pattern up, down, you know, just your regular arpeggiator stuff. And then, of course, you can change your rate here. Make it slower. And you can also change your range, so your octave range here. And you get some different results like that as well. Four octaves. Get that real Stranger Things vibe going as well. And then you've got your three LFOs here. It's really nicely laid out, actually. If you don't know a lot about synthesis, this could help you. In fact, I'm, I don't... I don't consider myself knowing a hell of a lot about synthesizers. Like, I just know from a user perspective, I know about, you know, your LFOs, you got your oscillators, you got your filter, filter envelope, that sort of stuff. Like, I, I'm pretty basic. When it comes to synthesizers, you know, I'm pretty just basic at knowing just to get around, navigate, getting around and changing the sound. But this makes it really quite easy. So, you got your LFOs here, which you can change your rate. There we go. Change the pitch of the LFO, and that will be affected by the mod wheel as well, I believe. So you got three LFOs here, and then you got your three oscillators here in the middle. Now you can change uh, each part of the oscillator, so we can got an eight-bit step there. We'll turn the arpeggiator off for a sec. Actually, let's leave it on hold and then I can just quickly go through. So I can alter, I'll just show you mixing in the different oscillator sounds. So we'll put that on hold there. And totally mix the sound up, put oscillator two in, chuck something on there, something analog, pulse. And we can mix that in. And we'll get oscillator three in as well. Chuck something analog, maybe sign. And then we'll put a voice here, I don't know, something like that. Change the octave on the oscillator. Have something deep. Change the pulse width as well. So you can hear I just very simple, like again, without knowing a lot of, a lot about synthesis, just the basics, I could really mess around, start messing up with the sound. We haven't even touched the effects section, we haven't touched the filter envelopes, anything like that. Let me just show you the filter now, and we'll go into the filter envelope section. So again, I'm just gonna do hold on the arpeggio, because it's probably the best way to quickly show you how to alter the sound. So let's get another little arpeggio going here. I'm just gonna hit. Alright, cool. So you get your filter over here. And you get your resonance. 
Very nice, bring it right up, make it chirpy. Change it to a high pass or a low pass, that's all pretty standard. And then you filter envelopes over here as well. And your VCA amplitude envelope here, so you could like, you know, release your... Get that really horrible <laughs> release. But you can make it short and choppy. Like this. Increase the decay. Turn the velocity down here. Alright, the other cool thing, the other cool thing about this synthesizer, so you got your oscillators and your your LFOs and stuff, but over here you've also got strings. And then you've got your effects down here as well, which is fantastic. So And now we can turn on each individual effect and you can hear we're getting quite a wide sort of sound here because we've got modulation effects, we've got delays. Now keep in mind I've not even shown you a preset yet, like I've just been messing with the default and... I mean, there's so much you can do on the back end. And again, it is a lot of fun to just explore, get around the synthesizer and the sound, the imperfections just sound really nice. Now, if we do jump over and we do look at presets, let's look at keys, for example. The presets are really good too. So that's really, that's only two oscillators going there. We can go through a few here, just have a listen. This is on keys still. Awesome sounding keys, awesome sounding reverb there as well. It's even got percussion on here, like check this out. Deep snare. <laughs> Actually sounds really good. What else have we got? Bad Bell. <laughs> what else? That's like a cowbell. And let's see, a kick. That's a pretty good sounding kick. Can I go deeper? <laughs> That's cool. Let's see, actually this percussion is quite good. Meadow, metal alloy. All right, now let's have a look. So we've also got, you've got your sound effects, you've got rhythms, let's check out rhythms here. So you got full sequences as well. And go through a few here. I mean, the presets are 
pretty much bang on. But if you like, as you could see, when I was messing around with the pre, like messing around with the synthesizer myself, you could see you could really explore and get quite deep into it. To be honest, these some of these preset designers have done an amazing job though, because these presets really inspire to. I just want to start writing music now. Like, forget about the podcast. I'm ready to just go off into my own world, you know? Anyway, guys, we're going to have to leave it there. But that is the Dream Synth. And you heard it here. Maybe you heard it here first. I don't know. On the Hemlin in the Mix podcast. Maybe last week, if you were listening last week, when they dropped. And that was really exciting. But here it is. It's here in its flesh. I freaking love it. I find, look, when you look at it for the first time, it can look a little bit overwhelming and intimidating. There's knobs everywhere and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. But actually, when you just look at it for what it is, it's actually quite straightforward. You can actually build the GUI up massively like this if you want to take, you know, if you've got a big screen, it's perfect for that as well. I love that new age or new modern GUIs allow you to expand and make them small just easily by dragging dragging it out like that. That's actually a really cool little feature. And you've also got this focus feature too which allows you to sort of zoom right in and have a look at what's what's actually going on here you can see you know we've got xylo and stick here on oscillator one and you can see mixer and everything you can just see nice and close and it's really easy master is of course down the bottom right here all your effects there but um it's just really nicely laid out and i think it's actually a very very amazing and nice sounding synthesizer and the presets i think if you don't enjoy doing what i did at the start when i showed you this if you don't enjoy making your own presets well the presets on board are just super divine super good presets we, we just don't have time on this podcast or even in, if i do a video there's no way i could show you each individual preset without the video going for like i don't know a few hours so i don't want to do that but i don't want to bore you guys to death but you should check out dream synth and it's incredibly affordable too like 39 dollars, i think at the moment introductory price and then that'll go up to 59 bucks but even if it's 59 bucks it is totally worth it all right guys thank you so much for joining me on the emlin in the mix podcast today i hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you did please leave us a review in the podcasting app you can leave us up to five stars being great one star being terrible but of course you know it's five stars leave me a review anyway i'll read your feedback i read all the feedback love to get your feedback and you can leave a comment in the comment section below please share your thoughts on what we covered on today's podcast did you enjoy everything we covered you can also shout me a coffee if you want to take our relationship one step further and show me your support i would appreciate that as well but i just appreciate you guys being here and listening to my podcast just as much or watching it on youtube whatever however you digest this podcast i just appreciate having you guys here whatever you do have an amazing week get out there create make something awesome until next time we'll be back next week episode 13 for season three wow on emlyn and mix peace out boom hey thanks for listening to the emlyn in the mix podcast here you will find all the latest in music technology software and hardware interviews and more also don't forget to check out the emlin in the mix youtube channel today till next time keep it real